welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Hello, welcome to episode 496 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal Sean Orford, who's practically trying to adjust his seat. Go on, bring it I'm forward. forward. There, you go. there you go. Yeah. How are you doing, Sean? I'm good. I am good. Been on holiday. In this camper van? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're sat in your plush camper van at the moment, yeah. aren't we? Your fridge has just clicked off, so... That means it's nice and cold, isn't it? Nice and... you got nice some good. prawns in there, I saw. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, been on holiday to Norfolk. Um, which was good. Had one turn in um, A and E I had to go to. Oh right. Because I cut myself. You can tell me that. Whilst I was cooking. Oof. Um, in here. No, in the in the house, and uh, ended up. Uh, Ree and Robert had gone to her mum, so I had to ring Robert and go, Robert, could you take me up to the hospital? Because I'm on this blood thinner. Yeah. I managed to cut it there down to the bone. Oh, flipping heck. And uh, it was just fun and. Uh, uh, bleeding like a pig so we managed to strap it up and get me up there and they did fix me up which is good yeah. <laughs> dear Crazy. me what were you chopping then out of interest uh, broccoli okay <laughs> broccoli <laughs> nice bit of broccoli yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you got to be careful that you man yeah yeah but it's ridiculous because it, it literally if i get a pin prick it just bleeds like mad and trying to get it to stop is the problem dear yeah. me all right, all right. Well, it's you, fun. You're still standing, yeah. And uh, I yeah. think it, I think it's four nine six. I should have checked, but yeah, we're closing in on that that mythical episode five hundred, aren't we? So yeah, I'll be drinking champagne. We, we yeah. could have a drink in here, couldn't we? Yeah, or, we could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. We could you, have a party. You wouldn't be able to drive home though. You'd have to camp, <laughs> sleep it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. We've got lights. Hey. All right, cool. It's very very cool in here. Okay. Um, yeah, we're talking about uh, well autumn blues a little bit today because uh, summer is rap- rapidly drawing to a close here in the UK and schools are back next week and uh, yeah. so we'll come on to that in a little bit. Uh, Liveinthepresent.co.uk for all the show notes and links and all the previous episodes as well. Um, I don't know. I guess we've been. I, sh- I should know the maths of it. We're probably doing this show for like seven or eight years, so. It feels like it's hundreds. Do we talk about this same topic every single year, I wonder? Well, the world is kind of cyclic, isn't it? So Yes. You know. Yeah, it's and it's good to be reminded and we need to yeah. Um yeah. And but the thing is it, it is quite real. Um and I think that the the time that we're living in is particularly peculiar because of COVID and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So people's perceptions are quite different and they tend to be a bit darker at the moment i think yeah okay yeah, yeah well come on to that. i mean i've just got back from holiday as well about a week ago and we've had our usual two-week jaunt up to the northeast yeah uh which delivered and it was fantastic and i mean it's been a bit of a strange weather um uh system we've had through the school some holidays because we had mm-hmm. like a really hot period in june in the uk didn't we and then it's mm-hmm. been we've had this really long endless period of changeable quite cool weather through the summer for the kiddies which is a bit of a shame i know it's been a bit different elsewhere in the world actually uh, well, on the other side of the english channel it's been absolutely roasting hasn't it 
Um, and but that's the weird thing, isn't it? It's like they've been roasting down there and we've been drowning up here. Yeah, I know. It's uh, uh, some strange stuff going on in the world. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's, it is what it is here in the UK. We had a fantastic couple of weeks in Northumberland. And in fact, I think the same for you where you were on that east coast in Norfolk. Um, yeah, we I think we only had our raincoats on a couple of days in two weeks, and we were yeah. walking and on the beach. In fact, I was swimming in the North Sea more than I ever have been. Uh, <laughs> it did feel a bit warmer, but also my lads are just at that age now where they just want to dive into the yeah. sea whenever they get the second, so I, and I kind of have to go in to just keep an eye on them. Yeah. And once you're in there and you're over that initial shock, it's gorgeous, actually. You've got to get your head under the water. That's yeah, the very refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, watching out for the odd jellyfish but from that it's all good <laughs> uh but yeah okay but we're back now and you know we're in that weird little period personally where we've got a week before school uh schools are back um and you know things are winding down for the summer holes so there's that realization that we're gonna have to start getting up a little bit earlier the nights are drawing in noticeably i did check the heating last night or the temperature just to see how close we were to the for the heating to click in um, we're not quite there yet, but no. the, the, yeah, the, I mean, really, it's quite warm, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's it's very mild still, really. So I'm not yeah. yeah. But anyway, what I'm getting at is that autumn and winter are coming, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. It's stuff we need to prepare for, both in terms like in terms of getting our homes ship shape and our lives ready, and also like mentally kind of preparing ourselves for it because you don't have it doesn't have to be the time of year when you're down in the dumps and you kind of. How much of people being down in the dumps though? is um is is a, a psychological thing in the mm. sense that we're we're you know oh you're going to get the winter blues aren't you mm -hmm. you know well so people start to yeah we have a certain kind of language don't we in, well in everywhere but like the way we talk to each other it's oh how are you doing oh i'm all right but it's getting dark in it oh yeah. it's getting a bit oh, colder the nights are drawing <laughs> oh so we have this kind of self-fulfilling way of talking to each other don't we where we're all collectively bringing the mood down <laughs> when i was a kid they used to go winter draws on ha 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i mean well, in terms of your your workload how does it shift for you at this time of year then um you will get people starting to slip into depression and in, in the uh, which is a very genuine you know sad syndrome uh, lack of vitamin d uh, lack of serotonin and people getting depressed you do get that as a reality but how much of it is if we expect it to come you know i'll, I'll be writing the script before yeah. we get there mm. and then then you, you're stuffed don't you you can't you can't escape it yeah well i mean typically yeah. what like uh what will of our what will our ancestors have been doing at this time of year like you know because mainly a uk audience listening but this time of year it's been the same with slight fluctuations in temperature and all that kind of stuff uh it's the same it's the same deal for all for hundreds of years isn't it so what yeah. what will have people have been doing before it would have been um making sure the barns were full mm -hmm. so that you survived the winter because uh, we would still be at the harvest time wouldn't we getting stuff in yeah um also getting your log store done so that you got enough fuel to take through the winter yeah um but what, as you move into this period of time and you stop working the land or stop working the sea or whatever, that that's where you mend your nets and, and uh, repair all your tools and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's also the time 
when people started storytelling and started sharing and started playing music together because in the cold winter evenings round the fire people would start storytelling or singing you know there'd be all that kind of stuff going on and a lot of our artistic creativity came from the winter not the summer ah okay you know. interesting yeah especially um the person in the family who the person in the family who was the, who's the storyteller mm-hmm. that would be the the time around or the, the fire. Mu- or the musician or, or yeah. that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. we did, we wrote a ca- well we wrote a few castles when we were in the northeast but uh, one of them we went to had a bit of a summer setup for the kiddies to enjoy and well mm. and the grown ups as well you know people dressed up in mm. ye-, ye olde medieval clothing and mm. playing all those weird old instruments mm. and that kind of thing and reenacting mm. the, the kind of thing the scenes you mm. would have seen mm. uh, in small little hamlets and villages and mm. uh, yep yeah, I mean, we just have different ways of, of of avoiding boredom now, don't we? In terms of, mm. well, the just the onslaught of technology and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Just press a button and watch the screen. Exactly. Yeah, and well, not just that, but the I was at a it wasn't a soft play centre. It was one of these big activity places where it's got everything under one massive warehouse roof, mm-hmm. five side football pitches, soft mm-hmm. play, like climbing the mm-hmm. areas for the older kids, that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. a cafe. And footy on the telly for their dads mm. and all that stuff. So uh, I was just kind of watching on in amazement at the kind of, you know, there was a real clamour for it. It was busy and it wasn't even, the weather wasn't that bad outside, but you just, like, people are desperate not to be bored, aren't they? Mm. We should do another episode probably on uh, on that kind of mentality and how we've we've got there really. And, like, people but are, in, in many ways, people stop talking to each other. Because they're used to being on the screen and looking at things. Mm. You know, that general conversation. I, I'm terrible. I can't help but talk to people. <laughs> you know, I, I, all my relatives get a bit fed up with me because I start gabbing with people in the street or yeah. in the shop or whatever. My lads mm. were taking the mickey at me just up there, actually, by our house. Because <laughs> my, uh, my youngest lad has this habit where he has to wave goodbye to you when you leave the house. He's eight, but he still likes to do it. Nah. Mm. He kind of doesn't, he doesn't close the door until he's lost sight of you, mm. which is dead cute, you know, and I'll miss it when, mm. it, when he doesn't do it in a year mm. or two, probably so. Um, but I got talking to a neighbour the other day, um, coming down, just chatting about, I don't know what, uh, and he refused to, to go, like, because he had to see me walk the whole way away, so he <laughs> was just stand there for like 10 minutes while I'm chatting. <laughs> And when I got back, why are you always chatting to people, Dad? You're always yeah, you yeah. need to stop chatting. <coughs> and weirdly, I'm good at chatting to random people and strangers and, and neighbours, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably not. I'm, I can be quite quiet and glued to my phone or my screen when I'm in the house with my own family. <laughs> so uh, I need I need to work on that. But mm. yeah, I do like chatting to random people. Yeah, and to me, that's what being a human being and being a part of a community is about. It's like hello. Who are you? How are you? What do you do? What's going mm. on in your world? Yeah. Yeah, you learn all sorts, don't you? Mm. Mm. All right. Um, mm. What's the topic today? I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, awesome blues. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's about Alzheimer's, this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, so I was at church on Sunday helping out there, uh, and it was it was reminded that the, the warm hubs are going to start up again soon, which is something that's come in since the yeah. cost of living and the yeah. the energy prices skyrocketed. Mm. Which I think is going to be a real issue again this winter because mm. the prices have come down a bit for energy, but we're not going to be getting 
that support from the government anymore. Was it 60 quid yeah. a month was put on yeah, our, like was added to our bills, or, yeah. or taken off our bills, sorry. Yeah. So really we're going to be paying more than ever. Uh, which isn't getting discussed in the news that much and it's a bit of a, oh God, that's going to be a nightmare, you know. So uh, mm -hmm. warm hubs are a thing. Uh, but the good thing, I, I, in some ways I kind of feel like it's something we should be doing anyway, mm -hmm. like kind of social experience as as it's getting colder, people are coming in together to talk yeah. and sharing warmth, you know, yeah. which is, I, I guess, in a in the modern world is something that we're quite ashamed of because we should all have warm homes, which we should, by the way. Yeah. But at the same time, we maybe the the warmth of our homes. This is the one for you. Is come at the expense of community and kind of gathering around the fire together and singing yeah. songs and all that. Yeah. Oh gosh. I think that the other thing is that when I was a child, there was one warm room. Mm. Uh, you know, there would be the fire with the warm room, and then you'd have to run to bed and jump under the covers. Yeah. Whereas now, because the whole house is is warm, people spread out. Yes. They don't stay together. Which, will have, which has got a knock-on effect, hasn't it? Mm. And uh, we're only probably 40, 50, 60 years into that experiment, really, of having mm. centrally heated mm. homes. Uh, mm. And but you know, it's, obviously, it's combined with amazing technology that we have that connects us to people in, anywhere in the world. But, but if you look at, at a house, I mean, all around us now, there's these houses, mm -hmm. and each one is a little pod, it's a bubble, yeah. that never ever would have existed a couple hundred years ago. You know, people couldn't have been like that, they would have been in extended families. Yeah, in bigger mm -hmm. housing or some kind of place where everyone... I mean, that's when you go in a big castle grounds, and you see within the walls of a castle, that, and you see the old photo, the illustrations of what they used to look like. Yeah. They were set up for people to all kind of, yeah, you know. But things, things like live together. A bedroom in an extended family would have been there where people would have shared beds, and they would have shared beds to stay warm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So like all, all the sisters would have slept together, all the brothers would have slept together. With the dogs and the animals down. Yeah. Uh, well, you had yeah. animals downstairs, like so the warmth of the animals would kind of heat. Yeah, heat, heat. the heat the living space above. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, amazing. And it's really interesting, actually, what I've just thought really about how centrally heated homes, as, as great as they are, are necessary. I've come up, probably have come up at cost of community in some ways and yep. closeness of families. Yeah. But if you think about a, a group of animals that huddle together for warmth, as soon as you start wearing clothes and you've got big, thick, quilted coats on, your need to cuddle another person diminishes straight away. Wow. And USB gloves and all sorts yeah. now you can get, yeah. it, which is amazing. Um, but mm. yeah, it's just that knock-on effect, isn't it, that we don't always fully realise until it's mm. further down the line, too late. Mm. I mean, yeah. So what are you doing in our home to get, to get ready for winter? We're a bit way off it yet. I mean, it's, it's, we're we're in late August, by the way. So just because the weather's been a bit weird, I guess we're uh, mm -hmm. thinking a bit differently. But. Uh, we have kind of a swap over of clothes we have yep. that go between the loft. So all the, the summer yeah. stuff will go away. Yeah, we do that. We'll get some thicker jumpers. I've got some, I got some really nice, like thick Norwegian socks last, last year, which just like kept, yeah. me, kept me toasty all winter. Absolutely yeah. love them. Not USB. You don't even have to charge them up. <laughs> just thick <laughs> socks. It, even that idea that I've got a pair of socks that I had last winter, um, the idea that people would have clothes that would last them for years and years and years tends to have gone mm. because people keep buying clothes and clothes and clothes. I think, is it 
the UK we buy UK and Germany I think we buy more clothes than anybody else I'd have to check that I think the, you're right on the UK at least yeah, yeah we go yeah. through a crazy amount it's, mm. it's it's like with all sorts of stuff I was reading more about other technology it's kind of clothing I guess it's designed not to last too long I'm not sure how much of that is a conspiracy so that we're forced to buy new stuff all the time but mm. it's more it's the same with cars and iPads and laptops mm. the kind of relentless pursuit for the more technology and better products has also led to kind of inferior products in terms of that mm. stuff doesn't last as long because it doesn't mm. need to and then we've created these whole energy systems where we can make stuff really cheaply and ship it and around the world chuck it away and chuck it away but then the knock-on effects are coming back to haunt us a bit aren't they and we're getting some strange weather at the moment so mm. I wonder, gee i wonder if that's got anything to do with it but... i was uh, listening to a thing the other day about um the clothes that we throw away that end up being put into sites in other countries where we send them to because we don't clear it up ourselves um, that where they're burying some of the fabrics that are made from chemical materials they are giving off a gas which is damaging the people that live around where they're burying them lovely okay you know what I mean so the knock-on effect is huge yeah yeah, were. Um, yeah. crazy times um, but yeah, I mean, so we also we do the clothes thing. We have we have a, a wood burner, but we don't use it very much, except for when it gets really cold. So I probably mm. need to get a little small bit of a wood store together. It's a good kind of emergency backup as well. I I think just so mm. um, in case everything did go down the grid or the gas. Well, we haven't got a gas connection anymore. From this is our first winter without a gas connection because we're on all electric. Yeah, I've got a little heat, got a big heat pump to do that. So that's going to be fun. But still, we will have some. Well, I, I'm waiting to see how you get on with it to mm -hmm. decide what I do. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, you know, I'm a big advocate for it, but we'll. I haven't been through a winter with the system, so I'm, yeah. I'm reluctant to go too crazy just yet. But mm. I'll be. I'll let. I shall let you know because mm. yeah, fairly yeah. confident it's the future of heating in homes. We got to do something. Mm. Yeah. You got a little heat pump running right there, quite, yeah. quite quietly doing doing your fridge. So yeah, if you like fridges, you're gonna love. Air source heat pumps. And that's just <laughs> off, off that one little solar panel on the roof of this van. Yeah, taking yeah. little drips of electricity mm. to, to keep, mm. your, keep your prawns chilled. Yeah, <laughs> you got to keep your prawns chilled. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? So you've got a wood burner, so you'll be getting a wood, your wood, wood store replenished or yeah. stocked up nicely? Yeah, I'll stock up for the winter. Um, what we tend to do is to have the, the log burner on and turn the central heating off. Yeah. Because that, if you open the door, the heat kind of heats the house. Mm. Yeah, once it gets to a certain amount, it can it starts yeah. to flow all the way through. Yeah. So. And you said you've just had some wind. Your door, your doors replaced at the back. Yeah. Because they were a bit leaky. Yeah, there was yeah there was drafts coming through all the time, and you could feel the difference already. But it'll be interesting to see when we do get into the winter. Yeah, how it performs. Yeah. 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 Well. You're, you're, we're getting some new windows done because our front windows have all been the seals been decimated by I think actually getting pounded by the sun so much mm -hmm. the seals um, so we're getting new and triple glazed windows put in there mm -hmm. which will be interesting we put some thick curtains in front of the front door mm -hmm. um, last winter which were great so it doesn't mm -hmm. all have to be high tech expensive solutions I guess mm -hmm. just going around your home and making sure everything's nicely sealed and everything's mm. working all right now now is the time when we need to be kind of getting ready for that kind of thing isn't it and i think that the other thing is 
you know, do, do we have to have every room of the house that hot? Mm. And yeah. if we are living as a family, you have the family room, which is the hot room. Yeah. And you don't need to heat the bedrooms all day because people aren't in. Exactly. And at night they're asleep in them, so it's a bit, you know. Yeah. You're under the covers, aren't you? Yeah. So yeah, now now is the time to kind of physically and uh, emotionally prepare ourselves. And it, I guess the final point is that you don't, you know, you don't have to be miserable in this period between now and Christmas. No. It's a choice, and you, you know we do have. People have got a lot going on in their lives, but you, you do have the ability to to rise above it, don't you? And yeah. kind of enjoy this time of year that's coming up. I, d- I think that, that it is worth it, if you have been feeling a bit more, to get your vitamin D checked. Yeah. Because your vitamin D levels will drop, and vitamin D is the precursor of serotonin in your brain, which makes you feel, feel okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that people's diets will change. People will start eating more carbs yep. because they create more vitamin D in your system. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that craving is a is, is that's why you crave yeah, it. Yeah. What more. happens is the, well, the the vitamin D creates more so the the carbohydrates creates more serotonin, right. which means that, that it overcomes the vitamin D shortage. Yeah. So, so that's why you but, don't want a salad in yeah. in the winter. Yeah, and people <laughs> crave carbs because they. They need the the boost. I know, I sure do. Yeah, well, we went we went to Casa Italia in Liverpool yesterday for an Italian right. lunch. And, oh my gosh, absolute carb mm. overload, but absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, but it's very comforting. Mm. I mean, carbs are comfort food. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Anything else yeah. you want to mention before uh, before? No, we... I'm I'm good. The only thing I'd say is my um, resource for the week is uh, my detox. I detox twice a year, September. Oh yeah, of course. And, and March, so it's a good time to have a clean out mm-hmm. uh, before you get into all the carbs. So I'll put that up as a resource, so have a look at that. Cool, yeah. and I've got a, a video in my watch later on, on YouTube that I'll post a link to, and it's about it's kind of low-tech tips to insulate your home. So it's kind of it's stuff that I think we can all be thinking about to kind of get our homes um, or the places we live Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as as ready as we can in a low tech, cheap ish kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so mm-hmm. you can so you can Interesting, keep yeah. a bit more heat in and less yeah. have less going out into the atmosphere. So yeah, I was just thinking when you said that when I was a kid, people used to have like a sausage dog draft. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, we had a, sna- a snake one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The snake same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. bring them back. I mean, yeah, windows and doors are so good now, aren't they? You can put mm-hmm. We've got a wooden front door, and it does. It did get quite drafty, and in fact, one of the keyholes you can see like straight through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learnt, I realised that last winter when it was mega cold that, mm-hmm. for that week we had, and I quickly bunged it up with some tissue paper and some sellotape, and yeah, the draft <laughs> the draft went ah, amazing. <laughs> so yeah, have a look around. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, keep smiling. Man. See you next time. See ya. Bye.